have you ever had like a conversation about sexual health with members of your family or your community? Yeah, um, I think that topic like sexual health is kind of a weird one um, in my like I feel like in the South South Asian household in general, it's very like surface level. I feel like I'm really lucky that I belong to a household. I feel like that is you know, really progressive. And I'm, I am a second generation Canadian. So it might be a little different than other South Asian households. Um, I'm also really privileged in that my mom is a nurse, but she's always said, you know, you can come to me with things and I will give you a nurse's perspective, not a mom's perspective. That being said, sometimes you don't want to ask your mom everything about sexual health. You just, you would rather talk to someone else. Yeah. That's an um, awkward so, conversation to have. Exactly. Cause even, even if she's a healthcare professional, like you don't necessarily want to tell your parents, like you don't want to tell, you know, your family, everything. So, um, I would say like the conversations have been like more surface level, if anything, um, but I have been lucky in that she has said, you know, like if you ever need like advice or like help kind of more from a medical standpoint, I feel like though, that I can always talk to her and reach out. But I think, I think in the community at large, it's very not talked about. It's very like kept secretive or like um, people assume that you aren't caring or like don't even want to know about your sexual health, even though that's not um, realistic or the reality. So I would say like for me particularly, the conversations have been very surface level. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like they're um, like outside of your family, like within like the healthcare system or a medical professional, do you feel comfortable with bringing up those topics about sexual health to a medical professional? Yeah, um, I think it depends. I feel like um, I'm thinking about like my family doctor, for example, who's male and he's also of Asian background. I feel like I feel less comfortable bringing those things up with him just because there is this kind of like cultural thing about like, oh, I'm going to talk about this now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's for some reason it's you feel weird about it. And I think it is kind of like related to how some of us are like brought up Um but I, I have talked to, like talked about my sexual health with um, like a gynecologist, like a female gynecologist, and I feel more comfortable because it's like someone who specializes in sexual health and reproductive health and like mm-hmm. is female. I feel I, I personally feel more comfortable um, talking to someone like that versus like, you know, like a random doctor, older white male, a male. Yeah. Yeah. Older white male or even even if they are South Asian, like it's just. And there's like this cultural stigma. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Cause I would have imagined, actually, no, I agree with you in that sense that if I were to talk to at least a male from my background, I would feel a lot less confident speaking with them than if it were to be just a white male doctor. Actually, um, yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think it's because I think it's a cultural thing, right? Like of, um, you know, not really talking about these topics normally and just like, it's not normalized to seek help or seek resources. I feel like when it comes to your sexual health in certain cultures um, that we've kind of grown up with. So then it's kind of like, this is someone who's distant kind of away from the culture. So maybe I can, you know, talk to this person. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of, for me, at least, I think I feel kind of that way. It's actually very interesting why we feel yeah. that way. Now yeah. That you brought it up. I'm like, huh, I think, yeah, I think if it was to be like a female who shares the same background with me, I would be a lot more comfortable with speaking with them. But like, as soon as it's a male, whether it's from my background or not, I'm like, no, absolutely not. I'm not speaking <laughs> to you about these topics. And you might be like the top leading gynecologist in Canada. It's like, no, like, no. Yeah, I think I, I, and I wonder why that is like, um, I, I do want to like, I don't want to say like, 
I do want to like give credit to male gynecologists because I think it's great that they specialize in gynecology. Like I feel like we do need more gynecologists, but yeah, for some reason, just being a female identifying as a female, like it's so much more comfortable to speak to a female figure about these things. I feel like. Yeah. And that brings up like another interesting thought, like the fact that like sexual health is discussed at a surface level, um, in both like our community, but also in school, um, yes. we just learned that, hey, abstinence is the best method and yeah, wear a condom, <laughs> um, but they don't really talk about anything else, like especially with um, like STIs or um, how to take care of yourself and your reproductive health. Like I am not going to age myself here, but I still don't know if, I sh- if uh, it's the right time for me to go to like a gynecologist and get myself checked out. Cause you like, I never was taught or told like exactly hey, this age, this is when you should start thinking about your reproductive health. Like those conversations are never had. I agree with that. I, um, I went to a Catholic school, um, and I had a great experience at Catholic school, even though I'm not Catholic, I felt super welcome. And I just really liked seeing that culture. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I again, I think this, this has to do a little bit with my upbringing. We were kind of like, like I celebrate Christmas and the Wally and like all, like I celebrate everything basically. So like, I, I really enjoyed seeing like their culture um, and the religion, learning about the religion, the history, things like that. But, um, one of the things was like, um, I remember in ninth grade learning about sexual health and it was just very different from, um, what my friends at public school were learning, but also it's not necessarily that it was like better or worse. It was just different. Um, we were kind of, you know, taught like, okay, like, you know, don't have sex and you will get all these STIs and this is why you shouldn't. There was no talk about, you know, well, when I am maybe not, you know, in ninth grade for me, definitely not ninth grade, but like maybe when I'm older, like, you know, I'm going to actually need resources. I'm going to need um, contraception. I'm going to need more information. Um, like, um, about different birth control methods. Like I remember just like learning about all these different uh, birth control methods actually when I was growing up and going, um, started going to university. And I know my friends were like, oh, I like I'm on the IUD. I have a patch. I have that. And I was like, all these things exist. Like I had no idea. Um, and I, I feel like we always like commonly like hear about the pill and like this type of stuff, but I didn't realize that there were actually a wide, you know, array of options to choose from. And I, I was thinking about this um, about like my education. So it's interesting that you bring this up because I was like, it was exactly the same thing. It was like, it was like just abstinence. And then if you do do it, you're going to get STM, but that's not realistic, right? Like, (laughs) like, it's just, that's, you know, it's, they like kind of like scare you a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. and you actually don't get, um, like you don't know where to go then, like when you are ready to, to kind of look into your sexual health and that type of thing, like, you're kind of lost. You're kind of like, should I be scared? Or like, where do I go? Because no one ever told you where to go. 